Hello and welcome to the AFW College Podcast, where we love to bring you encouraging content to bless your walk with Jesus during your college years. My name is Jordan Ramirez, and man, I'm I'm starting to feel spoiled. Y'all are going to be so jealous because I'm joined for the third week in a row by the wise college pastor from here at Antioch, Fort Worth, Ben Moss. Ben, how you feeling this morning? Jordan, I'm feeling great, man, and I'm starting to feel spoiled because I'm with you for the third week in a row. Excited to be here. It's going to be a great morning. Just a couple of lucky dudes. That's, that's right. for sure. That's all we are. That's all we are. Um, hey, this is part three of a conversation uh, that we've been having on the voice of God, and we are flipping the page. Uh, and today we are uh, about to have a conversation that we are just super, super excited to have. Uh, I know you're excited to have it, Ben. I'm excited to talk about it. We are going to be talking about the spiritual gift of prophecy. Uh, once again, hey, we know that uh, as we talk about this, you know, the, the voice of God today, the, the spiritual gifts, you know, this might be the first time uh, that you've heard about things, these things, period. Uh, it might be the first time that you've heard about these topics as things that exist today, things that God still operates with. But uh, let me just say, man, we wholeheartedly believe yes that God still works in these ways today. Amen. They weren't just for the book of Acts. Yep. Uh, they weren't just for the first church, but they're for us today. Uh, he still gives gifts through his spirit. He still speaks words to us, and he still speaks words to us for other people, yes. uh, which is what we're going to be talking about today. But recap for the last two conversations we've had. If you haven't listened to them, we still encourage you to go listen to them, but here's just a little soundbite from those. Uh, we talked about how the voice of God uh, is present, and, and he talks to us, and there's two reasons that we believe he does that, and that's that, uh, one, we are sheep, and two, we are friends. It's who we are. Our identity makes us able to hear God's voice. That comes from John 10, 27, uh, where Jesus says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And then John 15, 15, where Jesus makes a huge statement where he says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father I have made known to you. Uh, friends talk to each other. Good friends talk to each other. So that's, right. uh, that's we, we really wanted to lay that as a foundation before we talk about the spiritual gift of prophecy, uh, because giving a word from the Lord uh, for someone else uh, is directly related to hearing from God. And that's all the gift of prophecy is, sure. hearing the voice of the Lord and sharing what he is saying with someone else. So Ben, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about your own personal experience with prophecy? Uh, great. Well, you know, Jordan, when I was a, a young whippersnapper uh, back yeah. in the day, uh, my <laughs> freshman year uh, in college, uh, a little background for you, uh, I was really struggling with a lot of different areas in my life. And uh, I just basically, it was a combination. I was struggling with my identity. I was struggling with feeling alone. And mm -hmm. uh, there was a combination of different things that kind of brought together this, this idea of me just feeling like God had left me. Um, and that he was far from me. And, uh, you know, without going into to too much detail there, I entered into my freshman year just feeling like, God, where are you? Like, where are you in my life? Mm. And uh, I remember one evening in particular, I, I walked into my dorm room uh, my freshman year, and I just got on my knees, and I, I knelt beside my bed, and I just said, God, I need to know that you're here. I, I mm. need to know that you are with me, that, that you're near. And in that moment, I just felt like God spoke to me and he said, Ben, I see the pain that you're in and I want to draw near. Mm. 
And it was just a very simple phrase. I see the pain that you're in and I want to draw near. And I just sensed the love of God and the presence of God as I was sitting there in my, my dorm room. Mm. Well, that same week, someone had invited me um, to this thing called Life Group. And mm-hmm. they said, you know, it's a Bible study and a time to get in the presence of God and pray together. Why don't you come? And I mm-hmm. said, hey, man, I'm open to anything right now. I just need some encouragement. I need some hope. So yes. I, I went to Life Group. And we're uh, sitting in worship or sitting in worship during life group. And someone comes up to me mm-hmm. and they say that this person had never met me. Mm-hmm. And they said, Ben, I was praying for you. And I felt like the Lord gave me a word that I wanted to share with you. Yeah. I said, what is that? And he said, well, I felt like God wanted me to tell you that he sees the pain that you're in and he wants to draw near to you. Yeah. And it was the exact same thing <laughs> that God had spoke to me four days earlier yeah. sitting in my dorm room. Wow. Now, of course, as I said, this guy didn't know me. He didn't mm-hmm. know what I was walking through. He didn't know how much that meant to me. Mm-hmm. And I just began to cry, yeah. you know, because God had released an encouragement to this guy yeah. for me wow. in a moment that I needed it unlike any other. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I think more than anything else, Jordan, I just felt known by God. Mm. I felt seen by God and loved by God and ultimately encouraged by God. Yeah. And so when that guy said, I feel like I got a word from the Lord that's for you, I just begin to be curious about this. Like, what is that? What does that mean to have a word from God for somebody else to yeah. encourage them in such a way that it would still hope put life inside of them and bring them closer to Jesus? Yeah. So it took me on a journey of learning about prophecy. That's awesome. And I love that, uh, yeah, that's obviously just a supernatural spirit-inspired event that's happening in a college life group among college students. Like God is speaking to college students for college students uh, today, Uh, even in Waco. Who would have thought? (laughs) Um, So uh, we... uh, before we jump in more, we, we also want to clarify here at the beginning uh, what it is exactly that we're talking about, um, because Scripture talks about kind of two sides of this this uh, this gift, two different expressions of the spiritual gift of prophecy. Uh, there's just the, the gift of prophecy on one hand, and then there's like the actual church prophets, right? Uh, so Ben, can you differentiate those for us a little bit before we really get started? Yeah, that's great. Well, two verses for us that can kind of help distinguish these. 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 9. Uh, It says this, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. We're going to unpack spiritual gifts uh, more in depth in the next podcast that we do. But mm-hmm. I just want to say here on the front, here, well, well, here on the front end, that all spiritual gifts are for the common good. Yes. So they're for other people. So God doesn't give us the gift of prophecy for us. Mm-hmm. He gives it to us so that we can honor him and help other people. All right. Awesome. Uh, verse eight in this passage, to one there's given through the spirit a message of wisdom to another a message of knowledge by the same Spirit, mm-hmm. to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, and then we get here, to another prophecy. Boom. And the passage goes on. So, uh, and, and it's talking about spiritual gifts. So it's saying there is a gift mm-hmm. of prophecy for today yeah. that's, incur- that's intended to encourage, build up, the other believer. And that's what I like to refer to as the simple gift of prophecy that we can operate into today. Yeah. Uh, that those of us who are filled with the Spirit of God, if He so chooses, He can speak to us for someone else to encourage them. Yeah. Simple gift of prophecy. Mm. 
Now, to distinguish that, we also have what I like to call the office gift. And that is specifically like what I would consider a, a modern day prophet. So mm -hmm. in the Old Testament, we had uh, uh, prophets that God would give specific words to, and they would mm -hmm. speak things about the future and they would come to pass and they would speak these major words from God to large groups of people mm -hmm. and they would happen. Uh, Moses, Elijah, right. uh, and we could go on, you yeah. know, uh, 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 prophets. And where we see that is uh, specifically in Ephesians 4 verses 11 through 12. And this is what's often referred to as the fivefold ministry mm -hmm. gifts. All right? right. So Christ gave himself the apostles, the prophets. There it is the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to mm -hmm. equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. Mm -hmm. So while those who operate in the office of a prophet may encourage, build up, and strengthen the believers, mm -hmm. I've often found that those who are functioning in this way, um, really, they are thinking a little bit more about the future and they're yeah. thinking a little bit more big picture. And mm -hmm. these are people who you're like, you're just around them and they're operating like on that different <laughs> right. wavelength. Yes, you yes, know, they're, yeah. they, they've got their ears in like heaven and they're, they're constantly downloading things from the Lord yeah. that he's given them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so in that way, they're functioning more as like a modern day prophet than they would just the simple gift of prophecy. Mm. That's perfect. Uh, and yeah, like we said, those two sides, we believe they're both active. Yes. Uh, you know, they, they're both, God still uses both those ways to build up his church. Uh, but what you said there, you know, just defining prophecy being a message of encouragement from God uh, through another person, really that's what we're going to be focusing on uh, today. So if you are someone that, you know, is uh, watches a lot of Star Wars or Harry Potter or, you know, reads a lot of those fantasy books and you, the only thing you can think of when you think of prophecy is like the chosen one that to, is to come, you know, a hundred years in the future. That's not exactly what we're talking about. Uh, we're going to be talking about those, those messages of, of encouragement from God uh, meant to be given to someone else. Mm -hmm. So that definition is going to be helpful to give us a foundation and a starting point. And that's all we want to do today. You know, yeah. uh, Ben is going to give us three principles, as always, to chew on concerning today's topic and how it operates to bless the church today. And our, our aim here is not to answer every single question yes. uh, about prophecy and give you every answer because simply we don't have it. We don't know if anyone has all the answers to, to spiritual gifts in general or anything like that. But what we really are going to try to do is just give you a buffet of scripture that you guys can use uh, to ground you as you begin learning about the gifts and the gift of prophecy and to serve as a jumping off point for your own deeper dive into this gift. So uh, that's what we're going to do. So Ben's got three points. Ben, why don't you uh, give us kind of your first principle for us to have in mind when we talk about prophecy? Love it. Number one is this. God can use anyone. Can you say anyone, Jordan? Anyone. Anyone to prophesy. Mm -hmm. All right. So 1 Corinthians 14, verse 31. For you can all prophesy, one by one, that all may learn and that all may be encouraged. Mm -hmm. So in general, I would just encourage anyone who wants to learn more about the spiritual gifts about prophecy, camp out in 1 Corinthians 12, yep. camp out in 1 Corinthians 14. So a place to go. Here, here is Paul kind of unpacking for us this idea that God can use anyone to prophesy. So mm -hmm. point out, I want to point out a few things from this verse. First is that word all. Uh, Jordan, are you an all? 
Uh, yeah, that includes me. Yes, you are an all, and mm-hmm. I am an all. So if God says all can prophesy, then it means that anyone can be used by the Holy Spirit in mm-hmm. this way. Now, uh, it's up to God. <laughs> he yeah. can choose to do that or not choose to do that. Right. But anybody who is walking with Jesus, who's a believer, can be used in this way mm-hmm. to encourage someone else. Second word I want to point out is that word learn. Okay, We learn to hear from the Lord to encourage other people. Mm. Uh, That's not just something that happens instantaneous, all right? Uh, If I want to get some mighty big quads uh, for me in the gym, Uh, you know, I got to squat, right? Yep. I got to get in there and squat. I got to practice that muscle. I've got to learn it. So it's a process. It's a journey. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, uh, even in our own little college ministry here, it's a great place to learn. Yeah. It's a safe place to learn Amen. and to discover. And mm-hmm. as we'll uh, talk about in a few moments, it's okay to miss it sometimes too, yeah. as we're learning to hear from the Lord. But yep. as we spend more time with God, as we spend more time in his word, cultivating devotion to him, we learn to discern his voice, right? Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. I've always said, Jordan, I didn't know you super well uh, three years ago, but mm-hmm. if you go outside right now and you call my name, I'm going to know that it's you calling me yep. because we've spent time together. So mm-hmm. as we uh, spend time with the Lord, we, we learn how to hear from him for other people. Um, Mm. One other verse uh, I want to point out is uh, Acts 2, verses 17 through 18. It's Mm -hmm. this, again, on this idea that um, God can use anyone to to prophesy. It says, in the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Mm. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy yeah i love that this verse says sons and daughters men and women okay Mm -hmm. you're either one or the other yeah Yeah. (laughs) so it is possible that god could use you to prophesy and encourage somebody else yes that's awesome and i love also just in your point god can use anyone just god can you know it's it's uh present tense a lot of the the major uh major criticism or critique of of this gift and and the way that people use it is a lot of people say it's not for today either it was uh either was for the church or like it says in acts 2 in the last days but so so that acts 2 passage is is a prophecy from joel uh old testament prophet who says uh, in the last days god will pour out his spirit and people will begin to prophecy and i I came across this a couple weeks ago in first peter 4 verses 7 through 11 uh, where Peter writes, the end of all things is near, right? So in in that prophecy from Joel, it says, in the last days. Yeah. And then in First Peter, Peter writes, the end of all things is near. And he says, therefore, be alert and of sober mind, so that you may pray, uh, love each other, be hospitable to, to each other. And then verse 10, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. And then verse 11, if anyone speaks... They should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. Hmm. So it's 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 present, you know. It's for today. If Peter were saying that mm-hmm. that we're in the end, two thousand years ago, yeah. How much more now are we in the end? Yes. And how much more now do we need the Spirit to stir up the church and encourage one another, and just bless our brothers and sisters? Yes. Uh, to continue in endurance. So yeah. So good. Um, so first point that you just gave us: God can use anyone. It's a prophecy. Point two, Ben. Let's keep going. All right. Point number two is this. Prophecy is less about you 
and it's more about God. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, I know that's a bummer. I'm sorry, but <laughs> spiritual gifts are about him. Yeah. And he's yes. the gift giver, mm-hmm. and they are uh, from him and for him and to him. Yep. Right? Always. Uh, so it's less about you, and it's more about God. And, you know, I think that's important because when I when I was first starting to, to learn to hear from the Lord for, for other people, mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. You know, this is so good. And, and it was awesome. I'm so thankful for that. Mm-hmm. But I realized sometimes, Jordan, the focus ended up being a little bit more on me yes. and how I could perform than it was just on him. Right? Getting vulnerable. It's vulnerable. true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm getting real. All right. Yes. So, mm-hmm. um, um, so the, the purpose of prophecy is not to get people to do what you want them to do. Right. All right. So <laughs> if I come up to you, Jordan, and I said, you know, man, I was just praying and I felt like the Lord said he's wanting to grow you in generosity. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, it's around lunchtime and I, I just think you're supposed to buy my $5 foot long uh, <laughs> today, which we might be uh, going to get might hit that <laughs> after this. Yeah, in a minute. Might but be the next move. Uh, I, I'm not trying to use prophecy to get something out of you right, right. Mm-hmm. that that's not what we're talking about when we when we refer to the simple gift of prophecy mm-hmm. um, you know Ezekiel 22:28 says her prophets whitewash these deeds for them by false visions and lying divinations they say this is what the sovereign Lord says when the Lord has not spoken okay mm-hmm. so I think what we can learn from that is that when it comes to offering a word of encouragement for somebody, we don't want to say, thus saith the Lord, especially right. if the Lord didn't say it. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, just like to use these three different words when talking about giving and receiving mm-hmm. um, prophetic words uh, for other people. And again, just like you said, we do not claim to have arrived at a perfect understanding of this, yeah. um, but we hope these principles will, will help you a little bit. So mm-hmm. if I'm going to offer a, a, a prophetic word for someone, the first word to keep in mind is humble. Humble. Mm. So if you sense the Lord saying something to you, you might go up to somebody and you say, and you might say, hey, I sense the Lord was highlighting blank. Yeah. Um, I felt like God was saying blank. Uh, I want to submit to you blank. Mm-hmm. Does that mean anything to you? Mm-hmm. And, and the reason that we don't say, hey, Jordan, God <laughs> told me blank, and this is going to happen in the yeah. future, mm-hmm. and the Baylor Bears are going to win the national championship. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the reason I don't come with pride, but I come with humility in my heart, mm-hmm. is because 1 Corinthians thirteen nine says, for we know in part, and we prophesy in part. Mm. So that says, you know, that, there's going to be times where where we missed it, and yeah. and that's okay. Uh, I remember in college um, when I was learning about prophecy. I think it was my my sophomore year. We were in a uh, a college service, and I went up to someone and I said, "Hey, I I felt like the Lord gave me this word for you, and I just wanted to submit this to you. I want to bring it humbly uh, before you." And you know, I said what it was, and I said, "You know, does that encourage you? Does that mean anything to you?" And he looked back at me and he said, "Nope." and and i was like okay you know um but but what what the the point i'm trying to make there is because i was coming in a spirit of humility yeah there was grace to miss it right there was grace to be off and Mm -hmm. i I just want to say that when when you come with a humble heart and you said hey i feel like the lord's giving me this i feel like the lord wants to encourage you in this way it's okay and uh, on the other end of things i would just say show grace 
be graceful to the person who is walking out in obedience yeah. and offering a word that they feel like is is from God. If yeah. every time you're like, that's not from God, that's not from <laughs> God, you know, that's not encouraging either, right. you know? So mm-hmm. on, on both ends of the spectrum, yeah. we want to couple this idea of, of prophecy with humility um, and grace toward one another. Yeah, that's so important because when it, when it comes down to it, I think just the, the mindset you always have to have is that you're doing it for the Lord. Or, yes. or even rather, the Lord is is the one doing it through you for that other person. Yeah. You notice there, there, there's no emphasis on me, right? Either it's for God or it's for the other person. <laughs> it's not normally for me. Uh, so uh, it's not our opportunity to like flex our spiritual muscles. Yes. Uh, you know, at, at Life Group, we don't want to show off that we can <laughs> uh, hear God and pray for someone else, but yeah. it's a humble act of service and love. So when you Give someone a word, and it and it doesn't seem to be like mind blowingly accurate right away. Yeah. Um, you can still be comforted because you know that you stepped out in obedience yes. for the Lord. You took a risk for the Lord, something that you thought God was saying, and and He's pleased by that, you know. And mm-hmm. and if He's pleased, why would our own ego be hurt, you know? If if God was pleased by it, I don't have to be humiliated um, because my my word didn't make someone cry or something, you know? Yes. Um, so <laughs> That's good. Go. You can be secure. You, yeah, we're <laughs> secure in it. Okay, continue. What's the next word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next word is biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, so God is never going to say anything that's going to contradict his word or his character, mm-hmm. right? And so when you are offering a word to someone or receiving a word from someone, uh, I like to say that you can have this filter. Do, does it bear witness to the word of God and to the character of God? Mm. Now, notice I said, does it bear witness to? Okay, mm-hmm. Because sometimes God may give you a scripture to share with somebody else. And man, I can't tell you the number of times where I've just been seeking the Lord and saying, Lord, is there anybody you want to encourage in here in this room? And, mm-hmm. and God will give me a Bible verse and then I'll go and share it with them. And they're like, no way. And I'm like, what do you mean no way? They're like, I read that this morning, yeah. you know, in, uh-huh. in my time with God. And so God speaks through Bible verses, you know, in, in that way. But he also may speak in other ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he may speak through a picture uh, just, that just comes in your mind's eye. So, you know, maybe, for example, uh, I wasn't this is not what the Lord gave me this morning in my quiet time. <laughs> so I'm just this is hypothetical. Uh-huh. Uh, if God were to, you know, just give me a word for you, Jordan, just that. Uh, you know, I saw this picture in my mind's eye of you sitting on a rock and you had this big smile on your face and Jesus was standing next to you. Mm. And I felt like the Lord wanted to just tell you that he's the rock and that in him you can have rest. Mm. Now, that is not word for word from the Bible, right. mm-hmm. but it's bearing witness mm-hmm. to verses like Matthew eleven twenty eight, which says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I'll give you, re- I'll give you rest. Yeah. So it's yeah. bearing witness to his word and to his character. Yeah. Makes sense? Right. It's always going to align with who we know God to be through scripture, uh, which, shocker, another encouragement to go read your Bible. <laughs> who who would have thought? Uh, who would have thought? That's yes. good. Awesome. And, and then the last uh, word I would just say here is mature. Mature. So mm. uh, not everything that we feel like God is speaking to us for other people is intended to be shared with another person. Uh, maybe it is, yeah. maybe it's not. I don't know. The Holy Spirit knows and, and God knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you might ask yourself a couple questions. Is that for now? Mm-hmm. God, are you asking me to share that with that person right now? Mm-hmm. Is that for a later time, you know, for me to just kind of treasure that in my heart and, and hold on to that? Mm-hmm. And, 
you know, um, God, you're speaking something about somebody and, and you want me to, then this last question, pray about it. Yeah. It, maybe, God, you're inviting me to, to pray that in, you know, for someone. You, mm-hmm. God, you see this in this person and maybe they're not walking in that right now, but God, I'm just going to believe with you and I'm going to intercede for them. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this isn't the Bible, but when, when I was younger, I remember going to a little prophecy equipping class and the, the teacher who was leading the class, mm-hmm. uh, she said, and this is someone who is really operating in the gift of prophecy. She said, you know, I share about 10% of the things I feel like God gives me for other people. Mm. And she said, I usually pray about the other 90% wow. until I feel it's the right time wow. uh, to hmm. share it. So it's not that she didn't share it. It was just that when was the right time um, to do that? So yeah. uh, that's just encouragement on, on how to handle it in a mature way. And then the, the last thing I'd say on this, too, is, you know, if I'm going to go to a worship night where uh, people are sharing words with each other, mm-hmm. uh, my number one goal when I walk into the room is to behold the gift giver and not the gift. Yeah. So I'm not seeking to just, I just want to prophesy over as many people as I can. As yeah. I behold Jesus, as I look to him, it then frees me up to offer things and yeah. encourage other people that, that I really know are from him mm-hmm. and not from myself. And I, I just want to say that to, to set us free to say just, you know, it's not even about prophecy. It's just about let's honor Jesus. Let's yeah. look to Jesus. Let's worship him. Um, and as we do that, out of the overflow of that, yeah. God may choose to give us an encouragement yes. uh, for somebody else. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to a worship night just so I can prophesy. You know, right. I'm going yeah. to a worship night so I can worship. <laughs> uh, and then out of the overflow of that, maybe Jesus may use me yes. in a certain way. That's so important because... Obviously, if if we're not loving God the most, why you know how is He going to speak to us for someone else? So it, it's our yes. it, our relationship with God, our own devotion to Him, our own uh, ad, adoration of Him is going to be uh, the prerequisite to hearing from Him and and loving others through His words and all that stuff. So that's yes. that's very important. Um, okay. So can I have one little, one other little deal here? Please do. So, Hey, if I'm going to go and give an encouraging word to someone else too, if I'm going to go up to a girl, I'm going to take another girl with me. Wise counsel, boys. (laughs) It's wise counsel. And you know, there's a little thing called heart sparkles. You know, they, they can happen sometimes. And, uh, sometimes when we're offering an encouraging word to someone and we say, Hey, we thought God's saying, it can bring up some things in yeah. people's hearts. And so we often say around here, you know, we just encourage people, take somebody else of the same, uh, of the opposite gender. If you're going to pray for somebody of the opposite gender, mm-hmm. uh, just so that you can guard their heart really yeah. well. And there's somebody of the opposite gender there to relate to them. If God's going to bring something up in their heart that right. maybe is more sensitive or in need of some additional pastoring or prayer. That's good. Yeah, and we just, because we want to eliminate distractions, right? If we have a word from God and we want to give it to someone, why would we want them to think about anything else besides what God is speaking to them? You know, we're just trying to eliminate distraction. If there's anything that's going to hinder God's word getting into someone's heart, we want to remove it so that it can be, uh, bear the most fruit in that person's life. Yeah. Okay, so we're two points in. God can use anyone to prophecy. Prophecy is less about you and more about God. Ben, take us to principle number three. All right, principle number three, final one here, is that prophecy is encouraging. Mm-hmm. This is straight out of 1 Corinthians 14, 3. It says, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. Boom. 
every once in a while, the Bible makes something really clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those moments, all right? all right? Prophecy is for these three things, mm-hmm. to strengthen, to encourage, and comfort. And can I just say, we need that today. Right. <laughs> we yeah. need some strength. I need to. I need some strengthening. I need some encouragement. Yeah. We all need comfort. Mm-hmm. These. The reason prophecy exists is so that we can build up the church. Yep. We can build up one another. Mm-hmm. Help one another pursue Jesus more and fall more in love with Him. Uh, so you know that word encourage. The first two uh, uh, letters of that word n. It mm-hmm. means to put something in someone. So when we're going to give a prophetic word, it's like we're putting hope inside of them. We're putting mm-hmm. encouragement inside of them. Yeah. We're, we're inserting something that would cause them to feel like they have a better day than they yeah. did before we offered <laughs> yeah. the prophetic word. Like <laughs> we, we really do want to encourage them uh, through doing it. Now, and I'm not saying that God doesn't correct us. He does. He absolutely right. does. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he uses the simple gift of prophecy to correct. Yeah. Um, I think the simple gift of prophecy is primarily for the use of encouraging other people. That's good. One other verse for you, um, and we already we talked about this one, but 1 Corinthians 14, 31, for you can all prophesy in turn so that everyone may be instructed and encouraged. Encouraged. There it is again. Mm-hmm. So God's heart for prophecy in the church is that we he would use this to create an environment of encouragement. Yeah. And where do you think that desire to encourage came from? Come from? Came from? Came from. Came from. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it didn't come from me. It didn't come from you. No. It certainly didn't come from the devil. Right. Never. Mm-hmm. It came from your father. Yeah. So if prophecy isn't intended to encourage and prophecy is a word from the Lord, what does that tell you about the Lord? Yeah. He wants to encourage you. Yes. And he wants to use you to encourage other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, Jordan, even in my own life, some of my deepest, most intimate moments with Jesus were not the times where I saw him do something, but the times that he spoke something and he spoke it to me for somebody else or mm-hmm. God spoke something to someone for me. Yeah. And I can just look back over my life and see all of these different times and moments, ba- major crossroads where God used someone to speak. Uh, a, a word of encouragement to me mm-hmm. or just rocked my world. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful that God still speaks today. Yes. And, and God reveals his heart to us as so personally. And man, like that is, that's the power of God's voice that makes us so passionate about the gift of prophecy. Yes. Cause we know that, that bad stuff just tends to fall off of us when we hear the voice of God. You know, it just takes one <laughs> word from him yes. uh, just to change our lives, to encourage us, to, to fill us with, with good things, you know, uh, even to bring us back to life, you know, to, yes. to, to, to be reminded that God sees us, that God loves us, that God um, notices us, you know. Mm-hmm. And in prophecy, we have a gift that God uses to speak words of encouragement straight into the hearts of our brothers and sisters. And it, it gives people fresh fire and endurance to continue to love Jesus. And that's why it's so important. And yes. that's why we, that's why we encourage it so hard here. Um, and want, just want to more and more people to just walk in it, to, to bless those around them. So, mm-hmm. um, let me just give some, some kind of easy advice, uh, for how to get started with this stuff. Awesome. Um, and this is, f- for you, if you are just hearing about prophecy for the first time, uh, it's for you if you've started walking in it or uh, if you want to get back into walking in it or anything like that. Um, the first one is, is just to try it out in a safe place with safe people around you. Yes. Um, and for, for us here, that, that makes us think of life group. 
<laughs> Life Group is a perfect place for you to be able to uh, practice this and, and try it out for yourself. It's perfect. Uh, you're surrounded by people who love you, who are growing alongside you, uh, who will, you know will extend you grace if you don't hear something completely accurately. So you can practice prophecy with, with absolutely nothing to be scared of Yeah, uh, because there's people willing to extend you grace, people willing to encourage you if it gets awkward, you know, if, yeah. it, if it doesn't uh, feel, you know, like a holy moment right sure. at the moment. You have, a, you have a brother or sister right there to encourage you uh, yes. for your active faith. Uh, and a super easy way just for you to start practicing this again uh, is just to take what God has been teaching you yeah. You know, what, what he's been teaching you and ask him, Father, who do you want me to share this with? Yep. Super easy question. Uh, this can happen right at the end of your quiet time, right? So mm-hmm. you write down your major takeaway and then you just ask him, who else do you want to hear this lesson? You know, who else needs to hear this lesson? Um, silent, just ask God, have him bring, you know, to, to mind someone's name, someone's face. And then go up to that person or text that person and then just say, hey, here's what God's been teaching me. And I think he wants me to share it with you. Do you mind if I just, uh, do you mind if I do that? And then before you know it, you've encouraged that person. You've blessed their walk with Jesus. You've stepped out in faith. You've honored the Lord uh, in obedience. It's amazing. It's all good stuff. It's all things that we want to do as uh, followers of Jesus. So, um, you know, that's what the gift of prophecy is all about. It's all about encouraging people in their walks with the Lord. Yes. And that's what we're all about here at the AFW College Podcast. Uh, We hope that you uh, just have been encouraged by this teaching on the gift of prophecy and have a new desire to go out and encourage your brothers and sisters. Uh, But that's all we have for this episode of the AFW College Podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you next week.